Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits and we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, this is um, Keith Payne and welcome to the CBD Perform vlog. Um, now this is going to be a uh, module five. Um, today we're going to be specifically talking about cannabinoids um, and cancer. Now, um, the first part is we're specifically going to start to look at the diagnosis and actual physiology um, of itself. And um, we'll start off by, by looking at the actual sort of diagnosis side of things as well. It's hard to imagine a more emotionally charged time um, than when a family deals with cancer. The disease just doesn't affect the individual who's developed it and it affects like the loved ones as well. It's often these people who struggle with the feeling of being completely helpless, wanting so much to help the person they love but not knowing how. <clears throat> By researching just how to do this, many people come across complementary therapies that can be used alongside and orthodox cancer treatments such as nutritional therapy, aromatherapy, acupuncture and herbal medicine. And during these searches many people um, discover uh, cannabis and cannabinoids. It's long been known that cannabis offers relief from many of the deeply unpleasant symptoms um, of cancer but of course in the, in the UK it's been illegal to take such an approach um, but now CBD oil, oil opens up a perfectly legal door and many people have been using this oil during cancer um, offering up stories of hope in terms of symptoms management and um, some claim in terms of anti-tumour activity as well which is um, you know, really encouraging. Now, in this module, we're going to take a, a sort of research-based look at how cannabinoids and cannabis um, and CBD oils may be used in cases of cancer, but we'll also offer um, some case studies um, for us to think about too. Um, obviously, we'll understand that a case study is not the same as a well-planned, professionally executed clinical trial, and the results of individual case studies do not provide proof of any observed outcome, but there is ever-increasing body of empirical evidence which does deserve consideration, just with um, the understanding of what we can and can't um, you know, get out of um, people's individual um, experiences. So let's start by just taking a look at exactly what cancer is and the physiology of cancer itself. When you know what cancer is, it seems almost baffling that number one, its effects can be so catastrophic, and two, we can't yet definitively cure um, cancer in every case. A cancer is simply a proliferation of cells, 
but because these cells grow out of control, they have the potential to cause havoc both locally to the initial growth site and then throughout the actual body um, of the cell of the cells then spread um, you know throughout the body itself. The different looking at different types of cancers, cancers are allocated um, a name dependent on the type of tissue from um, which they originate from, from which they form. The majority of cancers arise from the very common epithelial cells within the body and such cancers as no, are known as carcinomas. Um, cancers which arise from connective tissue or from the muscle cells, um, they're known as sarcomas. When cancers arise from the skin's melanocyte cells, they're known as melanomas. Uh, leukemia is a cancer arising from the cells of blood-forming organs. Um, when cancers develop from cells of the lymph lymphatic system, they're known as lymphomas. Now, just to give you an idea of how cancers grow and spread, the growth and potential spread of a cancer is one of the very frightening aspects of these big, the, the disease itself because both make the management of the condition harder and can have a negative impact on the outcome of the patient. When a cancer forms, the cells of the tumour are out of control, so they keep on multiplying. And for reasons scientists have studied in depth, the body doesn't try to stop them. They expand the mass of cells, cells start to invade the tissues um, within the locality in the body, um, and something that can be actually very, very painful. Um, and this can cause all manner of health consequences by damaging or blocking structures um, and organs within the body itself. With this invasion into the surrounding tissues comes activation of angiogenesis via the cancer's specialised proteins known as tumour angiogenesis factors. Um, angiogenesis um, is the growth of new blood cells, blood vessels which nourish and oxygenate the cancer. This um, network of vessels allows cancers to compete with the surrounding tissue um, for the nutrition and the oxygen to the point that the surrounding tissues become malnourished and starved of oxygen. They may start um, atrophy, malfunction, and can ultimately die, hence the devastating effect of um, cancer. Now, you might remember that from um, a previous module that CBD has been heralded as potentially having anti-angiogenetic activity, meaning it could help inhibit angiogenesis. Um, you can see why this activity is so important in cases of cancer. If cancer can't form its network of blood vessels, it can be well nourished and oxygenated, and it can't compete as effectively for blood against the tissues it sits within. Research has shown that without the process of angiogenesis, cancer cannot grow beyond two millimeters. Angiogenesis inhibitor drugs were developed to help um, this process, and they're used in cases of cancer, and include the well-known chemotherapy drug Avastin, which is used in a variety of cancers. Now, sometimes cancerous cells break away from the original tumor, um, and they can travel to new, new locations in the body, which is called metastasis. Um, in some cases, they may enter the body cavity, which sits next to the original tumour, or they may enter the lymph or blood and travel much further afield within the body. These cells also have the potential to multiply out of control, and they can therefore create new secondary tumours, each with the potential to invade the surrounding tissues, trigger angiogenesis, and to metastasize off against um, off again to a new location um, as well. So it can be a really destructive pattern. We want to understand the cause. Cancer researchers understandably focused a great deal on looking for a way to treat cancer once it arises, but understanding the cause allows both them and us to take a far more 
proactive approach to cancer. Um, carcinogens are those chemicals or radiation which trigger the genetic mutations and which, um, which in turn can trigger our cells to start multiplying out of control. Um, it's estimated that at least two thirds of all cancers are the result of carcinogenin. It's actually very helpful in terms of modifying your lifestyle in order to lower your risk of developing cancer um, to be aware of the carcinogens um, which include um, acetylhyde which is found in alcohol alcoholic drinks, aflatoxins and made by certain fungi which can, which can grow in food crops such as corn, asbestos, benzene which is a very commonly used chemical, betel, these are commonly chewed in many countries often with tobacco, cadmium, um, exposure can occur from industrial workplaces and from cigarettes, um, Chinese liver fluke, um, coal and coal tar distillation, um, cycloporine, that's the immune suppressant drug, diesel engine exhaust fumes, um, Epstein-Barr virus, ethanol, um, formaldehyde, um, helicopter pylori, that's the infection associated with stomach ulcers, hepatitis B and hepatitis C, um, human T-cell lymphotric virus type 1, ionizing radiation, iron and steel founding, um, leather dust, mineral oils, neutron radiation, nickel compounds, paint fumes, plutonium, processed meat, um, salted fish, shale oil, um, silica dust, soot, tamoxifen, um, tobacco including secondhand smoke, um, ultraviolet radiation, UV emitting tanning equipment, wood dust, x-radiation. So that's just a number of examples, but there are many, many, many more. Um, and you can also find um, lists of probable carcinogens um, as well. And as you can see, through alcohol, cigarettes, UV light, processed meat and exhaust fumes, a great many of us are regularly exposed to carcinogens. Um, you'll also note that this list, that there are a number of microbial infections which can be carcinogenic as well. Viruses are actually another common cause of cancer because they too can disrupt the way our cells behave. Um, they can do this by directly damaging our DNA by inserting their genomes into our DNA. In some instances, this can alter regulatory genes. Triggering, triggering cell um, replication thanks to its own viral genes. Um, they can also insert faulty genes which were picked up from previous host cells which then make the host cell behave abnormally. The following cancers can be caused by viruses, adult T-cell leukaemia, um, which is caused by human T-cell lymphotropic virus 1, um, anal cancer, anal cancer um, Burkitt's lymphoma, um, cervical cancer, head and neck cancers which is caused by the HPV um, human papillomavirus, Kaposky sarcoma caused by the human herpes, herpes virus 8, um, liver cancer which can be caused by hepatitis B and C viruses, oral cancer can be caused by the HPV which is a human papillomavirus, penile cancer caused by um, the same thing, and Farnagill cancer caused by again the same thing, and skin cancer which has been caused by Merkel cell polymavirus. Now, thanks to media coverage, it's widely known that the genetics play a role in certain cancers, and some people even undergo genetic testing to find out whether they carry certain genes um, associated with the development of cancer. So famously the BRCA1 and the BRCA2 gene mutations associated with bre breast cancer. On oncogenes oncogenes um, sorry, are simply put cancer causing genes which have the potential to change normally healthy cells into cancerous cells. 
We all have genes called proto-oncogenes and usually these simply help our cells to grow. But unfortunately sometimes proto-oncogene can mutate into oncogene and this can send out bad instructions leading to the formation of cancerous cells which grow out of control. A mutated proto-oncogene can be inherited, um, hence the tests that people do to find out if they have them potentially, but it's more common that the mutation is acquired. In other words, we're not born with it, but we somehow acquire it. We also have tumour suppressor genes. Um, these have several purposes. They slow down cell division when necessary, um, they can repair DNA, and they also instruct cells to die, which is called apoptosis, um, uh, when necessary as well. So you can see why a fault in these genes can play a role in the development of cancer, because this could allow for the continuation of inappropriate cell division. Um, as with proto-oncogenes, there can be inherited issues with tumour suppressor genes, though again, it's far more common to acquire a mutation than you actually um, inherit it. So that's the part, um, first part of this module five in the CBD Perform um, vlog. Um, so we'll move on to the next lesson and I will see you there. Thanks very much, bye. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, and um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye.